Hello everyone, thank you very much for joining me. Welcome back to episode 64 and as always, thank you for your reviews. In fact, I'm going to read one out because I feel like I've not read one out for ages. So I've had a lovely review that says, Positive Pig is the best podcast for anyone looking to improve themselves in their lives. Packed with easy to understand information on law of attraction, law of assumption, manifestation, etc. Sophie has an absolute skill in breaking down what can be a complicated subject into bite-sized chunks in easy to understand language. Love her bubbly personality, it shines, and her beautiful Bolton accent and hilarious personality. You're guaranteed a giggle in every episode. Can't think of a better way to start my day. What a lovely review. Thank you very, very much to the person that left me that. Not only are you helping me to grow my podcast audience, but it really makes me smile reading lovely messages like that. I appreciate them so much, so thank you very much. I hope you've all had a good week. I've had a bit of a funny old week. I won't lie. I won't lie. I've not been what you would call a positive pig for the latter end of this week, but with reason. Um, I spent Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on a school residential, which was fab. I love going on those, but it's quite exhausting because there's like 60 year two children and lots of activities and it's all like self-catered. So it's a lot of work, but it's it's a really good trip and I love going on it because it makes the kids really happy. And then I went on, or well, while I was there, actually, we were sleeping, <laughs> me and five other adults in a small room with bunk beds in. So I was on a mattress on the floor uh, in the corner and it was very hot. It was very, very warm. And apparently I snore like a train, which is news to me. So on the second night, I actually taped my gob up to try and help some of the others have a better sleep, which was a mild improvement apparently. But who knew? Who knew I snored like a train? One of my friends said that she thought that there was a car that was struggling to start on the car park. (laughs) So, yeah, sounds about that to those people who were sharing a room with me. And then yesterday, I went for a walk up this place called Dove Stones in Oldham, near, not far away from me. And we went on like a memory walk for my beautiful friend Becky, who passed away. So that was nice. But I was absolutely knackered by the end of those four days. And I was inspired to talk about what I'm going to talk about today, which is our reactions to situations and the meaning that we give them and how that can affect the outcome and just generally how we are feeling during that time of whatever's going on. So the reason for that is that some little fucker, some fucker called David Kevin has decided to hack my Facebook and take it over. So they've kicked me out of my Facebook, kicked me out of my email I think, I don't know, because I've not got back in yet, deleted my stuff maybe. Um, So yeah, I I was kicked out and that caused me to feel very, very stressed and panicked. And I don't often feel like that about a situation, but as you know, I've recently started the Vibe Tribe and linked to my Facebook is the, uh, our Facebook group, as well as the Positive Pig Facebook group that's got like nearly 500 people in it. And as well as having all my old photos and my memories and everything, it was just very, very frustrating and I felt really annoyed and upset and out of control because I felt like I was just getting going and I was putting a lot of work in to try and improve it and make it better and then this fucker has stopped me from doing it. So 
I got a bit stressed out because I was thinking, oh, like I can't do my live. Like I was supposed to do a live last night on the new moon. Happy new moon, by the way. And I couldn't do it because I couldn't get access to it. And I was just getting all worked up about it and making it worse than it was. I was catastrophizing. What is it? Catastroph- catastrophi- catastrophizing? That doesn't sound right, but you know what I mean. The situation and thinking, oh, this is, I'm going to have lost everything and I won't be able to get back in and all of this stuff and all of my members are going to leave because I can't get on it and I can't tell them this and they're going to think I'm shit at doing this and I'm not delivered on the thing that I'd promised. And it was all kind of out of my control, but I really made it into this massive thing in my head and I still couldn't do anything about it. And I know very well how my reaction affects the outcome. So actually I could do something about it, but the only way to do that was by staying calm and manifesting the outcome that I wanted, which was not to lose everything, of course, to be able to get back in and carry on where I left off. But I fell into the trap like everybody does sometimes, and I was very much, woe is me, everything's shit, uh, there's nothing I can do about it, having a bit of a strop at everybody, even making any suggestions of what I could do, I was like, nope, I can't do it, it's not working, blah, 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 blah. So I fell into that trap, and I let it ruin my evening, and I let it keep me awake, and nearly got me in tears in the middle of the night, because I was stressing about it, and then all of this morning, let it ruin my whole morning. So when I got up this morning, it was Father's Day, so I needed to go and get my dad a card, and I drove and I got stuck in loads of traffic and I was like, I was acting very much out of character. Like there was a guy in front of me who was waiting for a space and I was like shouting out my window, can you move out of the way? Can you move out of the way so I can get past? And like just being a complete dick with people, having a face like a slapped ass with the person at the till because I'd waited in a massive line that I'd clearly manifested. Nobody was letting me out at the lights. Somebody nicked my parking space. And I just got stuck on this place called Middlebrook, which is like a little shopping retail park, for well over an hour when it should have normally taken me about 10 minutes because I was giving off this energy of, oh, everything's going wrong, it's all shit, there's nothing I can do about it. I was such a victim to this scenario of me being hacked on my Facebook page. And I I was giving this event just too much meaning and, and really letting it give me a lot of neggy vibes, which were in turn manifesting into everything going tits up instead of just that little bit. So I stopped myself and I thought, hang on a minute, what advice would I give myself if this was somebody else? So I thought about what would I tell myself if this was happening to somebody else? Because like I said, I know how it works. I know what I'm creating. And I think in a way that actually makes me feel even worse because I know that when I'm thinking these shitty thoughts that they're going to create more of that that has to then play out in the 3D but we all have times like that and it can get to the point where we feel like we're not in control of our thoughts but we are we can do things to start again and do less damage and I was speaking to um, my friend Dave the other day and he was talking about a book that he'd been reading called The Daily Stoic, and one of the little passages in it was about this kind of little quote, and it's, if you can't make it better, at least don't make it worse. And what I was doing, and what we all do often when something goes wrong, and we start looking at the worst case scenario and panicking about stuff that's not even happened yet, then we are making it worse for ourselves. So it's about 
when we come across a situation that we are out of control with at that time, how we react to it in order to not make it any worse. And this could relate to loads of different everyday situations that we all face at some point during our life. Some worse than others, some are a bit more simple to solve, some are more difficult. So it could be something that's broken that you really need to be working, maybe like a phone. Or it might be that you've been locked out of your Facebook or even locked out of your house or that you've lost something or that your house gets burgled or maybe that you didn't get a job that you applied for or even that you lost a job. Uh, Somebody might have cut you up on the road or nicked your parking space like I mentioned before. You might have had a disagreement with somebody and had a bit of an argument. You might have been jilted on your wedding day. You might have put on £3 at Fat Club that you shouldn't go to anyway because it's a load of shit. But anyway, that's a different episode altogether. So this can relate to anything that we feel like is a setback and a frustrating scenario that we are out of control of in the 3D at that time. So I wanted to share with you some of the things that I did and that I think you could do as well when you're faced with one of these scenarios that we're likely to give more meaning to than is absolutely necessary and so that you can use that to help you overcome similar situations. So I've made a list of the things that I did to make my afternoon significantly better and I actually really enjoyed my afternoon. I spent it... um, at home first of all and then I went round to my grandma's and then I spent some time at my mum and dad's and I had a lovely afternoon and evening so it was completely different to my morning and it changed at the point that I made the decision to not let it go any further so that is the first thing is making that decision that you're not going to allow this event this situation to ruin the rest of your day, the rest of your week, the rest of your month, or even, if it's something bigger, the rest of your life, potentially. Look at Miss Miss Havisham. She's never come out of the attic yet. Here I am, living my best life. So, some of the things that I did at that point that I decided I wasn't going to let it go any further. So, for a specific amount of time, it's really good if you can get to the point where you can agree with yourself that you are going to release control over that scenario, stop trying to control it. Because often when we're trying to control it, we're just making it worse. I was desperately trying to change all my passwords and forgetting what I'd fucking put in next. And I'd tried too many codes at once, so it was blocking me out of my email. And the scenario was getting worse and worse, and I wasn't getting any closer to resolving the problem. So I decided to release control over that and instead focus on just improving my vibes so that I could get to a better place. So that's the first thing to do. At that point, I also called in my spirit guides and my angels for assistance. So if that is something that you can relate to, there is a perfect time to ask for help. And now at that point, I actually did get very quickly within about 10 minutes, I got further. So just as a little side note, I managed to change my email address that had been taken over to an email address that I still had, um, what's it called, control over. And I did that by getting this this little like number code sent to me and the number began with 222, which is obviously an angel number. 
So I'd asked for some guidance and it had got me a step further straight away within 10 minutes and I'd released that control. The next thing is to just breathe. Why like Everything is better when you take a moment to breathe because you get all up in your head and you're getting really stressed out about this scenario and you're making decisions out of your fight, flight, freeze reaction. So your body is full of this stress hormone and if you breathe and take a few minutes, just one minute if that's all you've got, to consciously focus on your breath and just observe your thoughts, you're going to take yourself straight out of that really high stress state and you're going to be able to see everything more clearly with more ration. Is that the word? Ration? Rational? Rationality? Rational duda? Whatever it is, you're going to be able to look at it without as much negative bias when you have taken yourself out of that really, really stressed state. So just taking a minute to do a guided meditation. And if you can't do that, just sit there and breathe for a minute. Put a timer on your phone for one minute or three minutes. Pull over your car if you're in the car. Uh, leave the office desk if you're at your office, go to the toilet or go somewhere quiet, walk away from your children if they're getting on your tits, like do what you can to just give yourself a little bit of space to just breathe and get yourself into that calmer state. Now, the fastest way to change how you're feeling is, well, at least for me, is music. So you could play a piece of music now and it could make you cry or you could play play a piece of music that will automatically take you into a higher vibration, into a happier place. So creating yourself a little playlist of songs that really put you in that happy state, that joyful state is really, really handy and I went back to mine today and I played those four songs that I really love that put me in that high vibe to bring myself out of that feeling as quickly as possible and I sung in the car and I danced to it and I just really pulled myself out of that that moment. Something else that I do regularly (laughs) and I don't just do this when I am in a scenario like this, I also do it if I wake up on the wrong side of the bed and I'm feeling a bit grouchy or tired is I will smile maniacally. Uh, especially if I'm in the car, easier to do when you're not walking around Tesco, but when you're in the car and you're on your own, if you smile like, and I mean cheesy grin, like proper big grin, you actually trick your brain into thinking that you're happy because that reaction of a smile is associated in your brain. It's linked to feelings of happiness. So when you smile, you're hacking your brain into thinking that you are happier and therefore it'll produce more of the right chemicals that will put you into that state. Equally, if you're frowning, then it's going to do the opposite. So just becoming aware of the facial expressions and the tension that you're holding in your body and just letting some of that go and grinning like a maniac actually really does have a significant impact on your mood. So that is something else that I would recommend trying, not even just when you're in, like like I said, not, not just when something goes wrong. Try it tomorrow morning when you're a bit tired and it's Monday morning or this morning when you're, you're listening to this. So try grinning like a maniac. I'm actually like laughing now thinking about that as you listen to this, lots of you will just be sat like <laughs> grinning like the Joker. That makes me happy. Um, laughing. If you can find something to laugh at in the scenario, 
that's also going to help you. Now, I know that might be difficult, but something that made me laugh about this scenario is remembering that um, Facebook only lets you change your name <laughs> after 30 days. So, like, once you change your name once on a Facebook profile, you have to wait 30 days, or it might even be longer. It might be, like, 60 days until you can change the name again. <laughs> so when I do get back in my Facebook... <laughs> I'm going to be rocking about as David Kevin for like two months. <laughs> and that just really made me laugh. So if you can find something to laugh at, that is going to lift you out of that shitty mood. Um, Something that I was thinking about last week, and I did an episode on this last week about bringing more joy into your own life and into the lives of others. Well, one of the biggest ways that I recommended last week is giving to others. So I decided at that point when I'd stopped and taken a breather in the car that I was going to make it my mission to as quickly as possible bring some joy or do something nice or cheer somebody up and I wanted to do five people. So I did whatever I could to make that happen. So like when I went into the next shop, I went in Card Factory and Instead of looking at the cashier pissed with a pissed off face like somebody had shat in my handbag, I didn't do that. Like I smiled in the queue and I saw changes straight away in how things started rearranging in my 3D. So the, the queue suddenly went down, somebody else came on the till, opened a new one up. People were letting me go into my parking space, letting me out like at really awkward points that you wouldn't normally expect to be let out on the road and do you know, everything just started suddenly getting better. So giving five people some kind of joy, even if it's just a really small thing, like letting somebody out at the lights or wishing them a, a nice day or complimenting their outfit or going visiting someone. So I decided that on my way home I was going to go and visit my grandma and granddad because they are always happy to see me and I'm always happy to see them as well. And I don't go as often as I should do because I just forget that everybody exists outside of my own house so I went and saw them and spent some time with them and we were having a laugh at stuff and that really cheered me up and cheered them up um so giving to others bringing joy to others visiting someone complimenting someone saying something nice wishing them a nice day letting them out at the lights just small things are also going to give back to you not just them um Something else to do is avoid talking about it because your words are casting spells. They are, when we're talking about spelling, that comes from the fact that your words cast spells. So even if you don't believe in stuff like that, what you're speaking is coming into existence. And when you are in the middle of one of those scenarios where, you know, your house has been broken into or you've fallen out with somebody or you're disappointed at a job that you've not got or whatever it is, you are going to speak very negatively and people will naturally join in with that negativity to comfort you, but they're just adding more energy to it. So whenever I'm in a really shit mood, I try my best not to have conversations with people because I know that I am going to whinge and that they're going to agree with me and then we're doubling that energy of negativity and it's not helping anybody really. That's not to say that when you've got a real problem that you shouldn't get things off your chest. I'm not at all saying that you shouldn't be feeling those emotions. It's fine to feel them. Just don't go over the top about whinging with them because then you're just going to bring more and more of that in. Um, 
the next thing is to keep it in perspective. So what I realised at that point where I made that decision was when I thought, do you know what, Sophie? Yesterday you were on this walk for your friend Becky, who at 39 years old, who's got a son who's only 10, has passed away and you're fucking getting yourself all whooped up and in a right tiz because you're locked out of your Facebook. Like, is it really a massive problem in the grand scheme of things? And it might be. Obviously, it depends on what the scenario is. But it really gave me a bit of a, like, slap around the face, like, snap out of it because that is a proper first world problem that I'm locked out of my social media when actually there's other people who are in far, far worse scenarios than I am right now and have actual real problems and it, it just gives you that little jolt to remember that you need to keep it in perspective and look at it as it is, not as it, as this massive big thing that it becomes in your head when it really isn't. Um, something else that I would do and that I have committed to doing today is looking at it with fresh eyes on a new day because when you are watched up about something and you don't allow yourself that time to just calm down about it and not you know, allow yourself to come out of that stressed zone, you are going to make far better decisions if you do. So you're going to be able to look at it and really just look at the facts and not include all of your emotions in it and how it is best to deal with it. So yeah, I might have been better technically trying to fix it as soon as possible, but I knew that if I continued trying to fix that problem today, it was just going to make it worse. And tomorrow, when I've calmed down, and even now, I feel so much better about that scenario that I will be able to actually make better progress with it if I choose to start, you know, trying to fix it. So looking at it the day after with fresh eyes is a much better idea than doing it right then and there. It's like, think about the last time that you had an argument with somebody, for example, if you had to, if you got a text off them that really pissed you off, you know, like a proper, got your back up really bad, and you respond to them immediately, you're far more likely to add fuel to the fire than if you wait and respond the day after because you've not got that same reactive feeling in you. So doing things the day after or with fresh eyes, after after you've had a good nap as well, that's another one, isn't it? Have a good nap. Everything, most things, not everything, but most things are solved, certainly in your mid-30s, by a good nap, I find. Um, if you can't find any positives about the scenario, like, let me have a think about my personal scenario, maybe, um, I'm struggling, I won't lie, it's kept me off Facebook all day, so maybe that's a good thing, but if you can't find a positive in it, can you find a lesson in it, can you take something from that scenario to help you moving forward in the future, so for me, I tried to think about that. I was struggling to find a positive, but what I could think about was that this could have happened when I am five years down the line and there's 5,000 people in my Facebook group and who knows how many members in my Vibe Tribe, and that would have caused me a lot more stress than just now at the beginning, early on, um, when I've not got as many people and it's not impacting on as many people and I'm still able to contact them. Um, there's not so many that I can't contact them individually and send a message and things like that. So 
that has taught me that I need to be more careful with my Facebook. I need to make it more secure. I need to add more people into my admins, like my friends and family, so that I'm able to access things if something went wrong. So if you can't find a positive, can you find a lesson? And finally, my last one is when I got home, I did a meditation and I journaled it out, how I'd felt about the whole scenario, got all the worst case scenario out um, and just purged it all onto paper, got rid of it and got it out of my system. So that is my little tips for you. So I'm going to really, really run through them mega quick um, just as a recap. So making a decision that you're not going to allow it to ruin the rest of your day, week or month. Pick a specific time where you're agreeing to release control. Ask support from your spirit team if that is something that resonates with you. Breathe, even if it's just for 60 seconds, and be the observer of your thoughts. Play some high-vibe music. Smile, try and find some humour. Bring some joy to others, because when you give to them, you're going to also receive more of that joy for yourself too. Keep it in perspective. Avoid talking about it negatively. Look at it with fresh eyes after a nap or after opening it on a new day and having another look. Find any positives and if you can't, find a lesson and journal that motherfucker out. So I hope you found some use in that podcast episode. I was feeling pretty shitty about recording this morning because I knew how I'd been feeling and acting for the past 24 hours or so. But I thought, you know what, David Kevin... You little fucker, I'm not going to let you spoil my consistency that I am purposefully building upon. So I am here, I've recorded, I've used it as a lesson and I hope that it has been useful to you. So if it has, I'd be so grateful if you would leave me a review, they really, really cheer me up and I will see you very soon back on the Facebook group in just the shake of a lamb's tail. Please send me the good fives to let me back in and I will speak to you very soon. Have a fantastic week.